Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to this extra edition of Banking Weekly to coincide with an FT special report on exchanges, trading and clearing. One of the big indicators of globalisation in financial markets over the past 30 years has been the rise of derivatives trading. Big corporations like manufacturers, financial services companies and utilities have been using these tools to protect their exposure to fluctuating interest rates and currencies. But derivatives have also been dubbed financial weapons of mass destruction and blamed for worsening the financial crisis. Now, the market is facing significant disruption. I'm Owen Walker from the FT's Special Reports team, and today I'm joined by Philip Stafford, editor of FT Trading Room. We recently attended the IDX Derivatives Conference in London, and you'll be hearing from some of the attendees later on. Philip, what are the main issues here? Well, we have three main issues at play here. First, we have these sustained low interest rates, which means markets are less volatile, so people aren't making as much money. Secondly, it's a market that used to be done over the the phone an awful lot. And technology, like so much of our lives these days, is really taking over, making trading more efficient, but elsewhere putting people out of jobs. And finally, the biggest issue we have more than anything is regulation. And so what are the regulatory pressures? There are two main waves here. The first one came after the financial crisis, when the G20 governments around the world all agreed a new set of standards for trading and risk management. And what they all said was that they wanted these very bespoke instruments like swaps to be put through clearing houses, which are independent market utilities that wouldn't be subject to the same conflicts of interest that we saw the banks fall to. And that is largely in place now. Now we have a second wave of regulation, which is aimed more directly at the banks coming from the Basel Banking Committee. And that puts tougher capital requirements on their trading operations. At the IDX conference, I spoke to Dan Marcus, chief executive of PowerFX, an FX trading platform. And he's also a global head of strategy at interdealer broker Tradition. I asked him about the impact of the Basel capital rules, and this is what he had to say. From a regulatory perspective, that is the primary factor. So in relation to the restrictions that banks have as to holding any assets or cash on balance sheet, particularly bearing in mind that they've got no interest rates to benefit the holding of that cash, makes it very, very difficult for them to operate in the way in which they did before. Furthermore, when you consider regulatory requirements that have come in place into the States, such as Dodd-Frank, and in Europe, the the forthcoming regulation of MIFID II, that opens up markets and makes them considerably more transparent and just changes the way in which they operate. It's very hard to say whether, you know, five years' time, that's for better or for worse, but it is very difficult. And when you have a market in the current state, which is transitionary, it makes it particularly difficult. Dan Marcus there. Philip, how big an impact will these capital requirements have? Good question, and it's, it's one of the big unknowns. That's something I asked Walt Lucan, Chief Executive of the FIA, which is a Derivative Trades Association at the IDX event, and here's what he had to say. Well, the leverage ratio, which is uh, the amount of leverage that a bank may have exposure to uh, within the organization, tries to measure risk within a bank, and they have to hold capital against it. Unfortunately, they count margin in these the rules as leverage. And so we've made a very strong argument that client margin should not be counted as bank leverage in the leverage ratio calculations. 
So we are submitting data to the Basel regulators as well as a comment letter in the coming weeks to try to make that case. And the reason that the leverage ratio is important is it could cause banks to get out of the clearing business in general. And remember, clearing is about mutualizing risk. And so the more members, the more you socialize risk within the structure. If there are only a few members left to that foundation of risk within the clearing structure, you get back to the too big to fail problem that we had during the financial crisis. So we think this runs counter to the G20 principles, and hopefully we can make that case within the Basel consultation. So uncertainty in the market. But Philip, is this a broken market? Well, let's remember one thing. First of all, this is a market that has been built up because of genuine need. People negotiate very bespoke deals. On the other hand, all these issues we've talked about means that clearly there's a problem here. So what can it do? Well, there are some initiatives that are already in place. And one of the things they're doing is is a very geeky thing called compression, where you tear up positions in derivative portfolios. That's a bit more of an accounting technique, but I think something more fundamental might have to take place as well. Well, you mentioned at the beginning uh, about technological change. I mean, what, what's going on there? Yeah, a switch to electronic trading. That's also dramatically changing the way people interact with this market. And at IDX, I asked Lee McCormack, now a consultant, but formerly head of OTC Clearing at Morgan Stanley and Nomura, exactly what this would mean. I think electronic trading becomes a significant part of the market, certainly for standardized swaps, for example. If there's anything a little bit more bespoke, then I think you're going to need a bit of service and a bit of genuine sales, maybe, from from the bank side. But the days of where the the traders or the sales guys at the large sell-side firms used to phone up their contacts and friends at the buy side of the smaller banks or the pension funds, those days are gone. And I think that those sorts of trades will go electronic. Philip, if electronic trading does have a big future, are we likely to see any more changes? Yeah. Now, remember that the banks benefited in two ways from this market. First of all, they had the relationship with the customer, where they took on their business. And they also had the ability to make money from trading in the market. But there are people out there who now see a way of actually splitting that very close relationship. You have new people coming into the market who actually see a way of of making trading more efficient. Now, this is an issue that is quite new. And at IDX, I spoke to Andy Ross, chief executive of Curve Global, which is a London-based fixed income trading venue. Here's what he had to say. I actually believe that cross-product margining where, coupled with Mifid, you have exchanges being able to clear positions into the same clearinghouse as OTC products is a game-changer and is a game-changer for banks, market makers, proprietary firms and ultimately buy-side in terms of both increasing competition and reducing cost. Plenty more to come than I'm sure, but that concludes our discussion for today. Thank you, Philip. For more on the FT's special report on exchanges trading and clearing, head to ft.com forward slash ETC. Patrick Jenkins and his team will be back tomorrow with a regular edition of Banking Weekly. This episode was produced by Ruth Lewis-Cost. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.